Welcome to the June 24th, 2022 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly and I'll be your host today. Today we'll be going over Proverb 24, but before we begin, let's open in prayer. Father God, as we approach the weekend, Lord, I pray that you would bless everyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would give them wisdom with any decision that they will be making over the coming weekend. And Lord, I pray that you would give them favor both with God and with man. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 24, beginning in verse 1. Do not be envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them, for their heart devises violence, and their lips talk of troublemaking. Through wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong, Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength, for by wise counsel you will wage your own war. And in a multitude of counselors there is safety. Wisdom is too lofty for a fool. He does not open his mouth in the gate. He who plots to do evil will be called a schemer. The devising of foolishness is sin and the scoffer is an abomination to men. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Deliver those who are drawn toward death, and hold back those stumbling to the slaughter. If you say, surely we did not know this, does not he who weighs the hearts consider it? He who keeps your soul Does he not know it? And will he not render to each man according to his deeds? My son, eat honey because it is good, and the honeycomb which is sweet to your taste. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be to your soul. If you have found it, there is a prospect, and your hope will not be cut off. Do not lie in wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. Do not plunder his resting place, for a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. Do not rejoice when your enemy falls, and do not let your heart be glad when he stumbles, lest the Lord see it and it displeased him, and he turned away his wrath from him. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the wicked, for there will be no prospect for the evil man. The lamp of the wicked will be put out. My son, fear the Lord and the king. Do not associate with those given to change, for their calamity will rise suddenly, and who knows the ruin those two can bring. These things also belong to the wise. It is not good to show partiality in judgment. He who says to the wicked, 
you are righteous. Him the people will curse. Nations will abhor him. But those who rebuke the wicked will have delight, and a good blessing will come upon them. He who gives a right answer kisses the lips. Prepare your outside work. Make it fit for yourself in the field, and afterward build your house. Do not be a witness against your neighbor without cause, for would you deceive with your lips? Do not say, I will do to him just as he has done to me. I will render to the man according to his work. I went by the field of the lazy man, and by the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding, and there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles. Its stone wall was broken down. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. So shall your poverty come like a prowler, and your need like an armed man. Today I'm just going to go over briefly verses 19 and 20. Verse 19 says, Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the wicked. For there will be no prospect for the evil man. The lamp of the wicked will be put out. Friends, I know at times we see people who um, are corrupt. Um, I can't help but think a little bit about politicians. You know, we know that they do things that they should not do. And yet at times it seems like they are getting away with basically anything they want to. And it can be very frustrating. But these two verses very clearly tell us that we are not to fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the wicked. You know, I sit there and think of an example of someone breaking the law, for example, and, you know, maybe robbing a bank and getting away with three or four million dollars, for example. But, you know, it may seem like they're getting away with it, and they may for a while, but I sit there and think how difficult it must be for them to constantly be looking over their shoulder and finding out, when are they going to catch me? But certainly, I do not believe, even though they may have money and, you know, may be able to get what they want to get for a brief period of time, I still think the fact that they know they could get caught at any time makes it very difficult to sleep well at night. So anyway, do not envy people who seem to be getting away with murder, so to speak. Today is Friday, and I want to try to bless you. Um, we're going to go to the Old Testament, and uh, it's kind of... of uh, you know, this is not a common reading. Uh, this is from the book of Leviticus, but it is chapter 26, and it's called Promise of Blessing and Retribution. 
and I'm going to read from verses 1 through 13, and then after that I will break it down just a little bit for you, and we'll just take it from there. I want you guys to end the week on a good note, and I want you to see that God's desire is for all of us to be blessed. Beginning in verse 1 of chapter 26. You shall not make idols for yourselves, neither a carved image nor a sacred pillar shall you rear up for yourselves, nor shall you set up an engraved stone in your land to bow down to it, for I am the Lord your God. You shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. So before we begin the blessings, God is making it very clear to us that we are not to make any idols or images or gods other than the true God, which is God Almighty, the Father. Okay, verse 3 says, If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and perform them. So he is giving us a condition. Okay, a moment ago I told you that God's desire is to bless each and every one of us. But in order to receive the blessing, you need to be living the right way. And that means not only staying within the law and not breaking the law, but also basically following the commandments of God. So once we do that, we will be blessed. Okay, in verse 4, so let's do 3 again. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and perform them, then this is God's promise to us. In verses 4 and 5, first of all, he is going to meet every one of our needs. So you can write this down if by any chance you're taking notes. So number one, if we follow the commandments of the Lord, number one, God is going to take care of us and all of our needs are going to be met. In verses 6 through 10, God is going to provide peace for us, and we will be freed from all of our enemies. And finally, in verses 11 through 13, God is going to dwell among us. Now, keep in mind that this is the Old Testament. So Jesus has not come here yet. So everything in this particular book is based on God alone. Okay, the Holy Spirit has not yet been given to us, and Jesus has not yet come to forgive us of our sins. So this is the Old Covenant. So anyway, I'm going to read verses 4 through 13, and I would highly encourage any of you who have the opportunity to do this, that you would sit down like in an easy chair and close your eyes and meditate on the goodness of God and how he would like to bless you 
during your lifetime. This is verse 4. Then I will give you rain in its season. The land shall yield its produce, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. Your threshing shall last till the time of vintage, and the vintage shall last till the time of sowing. You shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land safely. I will give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none will make you afraid. I will rid the land of evil beasts, and the sword will not go through your land. You will chase your enemies, and they shall fall by the sword before you. Five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight. Your enemies shall fall by the sword before you. For I will look on you favorably and make you fruitful, multiply you, and confirm my covenant with you. You shall eat the old harvest and clear out the old because of the new. I will set my tabernacle among you, and my soul shall not abhor you. I will walk among you and be your God, and you shall be my people. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that you should not be their slaves. I have broken the bands of your yoke and made you walk uprightly. So folks, this is God's promise to us. If we will follow him and follow his commandments and live life the way that he has asked us to live life, then all of our needs will be met. We will be at peace and not have to worry about enemies coming against us. And you can know that regardless of what you do, God will always be with you. There is a point in the New Testament where it says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. God has no intention of leaving you alone. If you seek him, you will find him. He will always be there for you. I hope this blesses you. I know it's Friday, and I will not be back with you again until Monday. I'm just going to very quickly um, do a plug for my interviews on Tuesday. And right now, this is June uh, 24th, and I will just remind you that if you have yet to listen to any of these interviews beginning on Tuesday, May 3rd. So the 3rd, 10th, 17th, 24th, and 31st of May, and in June, the 7th, the 14th, and the 21st. Please listen to these podcasts. I believe you will truly be blessed. And I believe this is the fifth Friday where I give a scripture reference or read a chapter 
that will really bless you as well. I will never close a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord. Now, I will remind you that Jesus not only came here to forgive us of our sins, but he also came here so that we would be made right with God. So always remember that. A lot of times the focus is always on the forgiveness of sins, and that is very important. It's actually probably as important as anything because that is going to make sure that we are going to spend eternity in heaven with Jesus. But he has also given us the ability to come forward boldly in our prayers and not have to worry about having any condemnation. And Paul spoke of this in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Now, if any of you have never made that decision to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you would like to do that today, I ask that you repeat a simple prayer after me. Just repeat this out loud. Father God, thank you for sending Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you that you came to earth and you live life and set an example for how we could live our lives on a daily basis. You walked in love, and even though you never sinned, you were willing to die on a cross for me. Since you did that, all of my sins have been forgiven. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I invite you into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. If you have an opportunity, I encourage you to go to a faith-filled church where they preach the word of God and you hear wonderful stories. Please try to make an effort to get around like-minded people so you can keep your faith strong. And please join me again on Monday as we further explore wisdom today.